today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's the Mini Town Hall. I'm up near Fred Eisenberger joins us on the Bill Kelly Show. And uh, we have a lot of things to talk about in a short period of time. Mr. Mayor, thank you for the time. Good to have you with us today. Uh, pleasure, uh, Bill. Happy Friday. Happy uh, re- reopening Step 3 day, which uh, I think is great. Well, let's Hopefully talk about that. It, it happened at midnight last night, so it's it's officially in play right now. Uh, what does that mean for the city? Well, I mean, it means that uh, you know a lot of our uh, cultural centers can open up. Uh, a lot of the entertainment venues can open up with restrictions. Obviously, restaurants, uh, indoor dining is now available, so they'll have both patio and indoor dining uh, available to them. And the uh, the gathering limit, uh, I, you know what, uh, off the top of my head, I think it's a hundred uh, outdoors uh for uh, folks out there so that certainly opens the door to uh, you know some mini concerts uh some folks getting together for uh, celebrating a uh, you know a barbecue that they haven't had had the opportunity to do in the, in the last year and a half so it just relaxes a lot of the rules i would say this though bill that, that you know that delta variant is out there i don't want to be a dusty downer but the uh, we do need to be continue to be cautious uh, masking is still important. Uh, physical distancing is still important. That Delta variant is out there. We don't want it to take hold uh, the way it has in uh, some other communities in Ontario and and you know around the world. As you can read uh, on the updates uh, around the world, uh, the Delta variant is uh, you know causing uh, other communities to back away from some of the opening and changes that they've uh, had to do. Kitchener Waterloo being one example of that. So we don't want to go there. So, you know, reasonable caution is still uh, highly recommended. And certainly masking uh, is important uh, when you're in crowds that you're not familiar with. The vaccination process is continuing. We're well over 75% vaccinated first doses and uh, well over 50% second doses. So that, that is holding us in good stead. And so COVID now is the disease for the unvaccinated. Those are the folks that are now more, more and more becoming, uh, becoming ill and getting treatment as a result of, uh, of COVID. And, uh, that should be a lesson for them to, uh, to get that vaccine because that is the path forward for us to get to a better place in the community as a whole. Yeah, as one of our epidemiologists told us on the show earlier this week, uh, if you're not vaccinated, if you've chosen not to, it's not a matter of if you're going to get COVID, it's when you're going to get it. Uh, that's how rampant the, the variant is right now. And and by the way, we also know that, you know, just because you're double vaccinated doesn't mean you're bulletproof. You still have to take these precautions. Uh, and yeah, and we yeah. should. I know, you know we talked to somebody that's opening a gym yesterday and they're excited about this, but there are some rules and regulations. So people need to be aware of that and, and comply with those. But having said that, I know that you've been a strong proponent uh, for small business in this community who have really been hit hard by this and uh, bring the mask along but let's let's start getting into the restaurants and and these other establishments that have been shut down they, they really need our help now yeah exactly and you know small businesses have been hit uh, hardest uh, throughout this process and and so we encourage everyone to uh, shop local uh, you know take the necessary precautions and follow the rules around uh, capacity limits that um, retail still has but uh, but the reality is that uh, they are they are more than ready to welcome you, and uh, you know I'm sure they're they're going to put in precautions for themselves, their employees, to ensure that they they don't have a COVID spread because that could could cause you know a business to get shut down, and we certainly don't want that to happen. So everyone doing their part, uh, you know obviously shopping local has been important right from the very beginning. We had we've had the, the hometown hub in place for uh, online shopping for quite a while and i'm sure online shopping will continue 
And we see, you know, significant growth in that sector uh, that, that obviously will have some impact on the retail capacity. Amazon, DHL, all the distribution centers are flourishing at the, at the airport, and uh, we hope that's an offset for future employment in that area. But small businesses, uh, the mom-and-pop hair salons, and I'm sure we've all had our haircuts now and, uh, you know, ready to go back or get, get the nails done. All of those things are now open, uh, but with uh, all the necessary precautions to ensure there isn't additional spread. So shop local, get, your, uh, get, get, the, get all the things you need. The Costco's, uh, you know, seem to be fully open uh, today. Uh, uh, the small retail outlets, uh, you know, on King Street and downtown, uh, are all uh, you know opening and uh, and are open and ready to take in uh, customers. So, shop local as much as you can. You're helping uh, our local business people stay afloat. Anyway, lots of other stuff we want to talk about here, uh, but, but uh, we'll move on for that. Uh, and I have to get your your thoughts and your uh, concerns about the, the hate crime that occurred last Monday evening up at Lancaster yeah. Meadowlands. Uh, I know you've uh, you went to Twitter immediately about this, and uh, it's it's disgusting. It's it's terrible, but it's it's a reality here. How do we deal with these problems, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, you know, let, let me let me just share that frustration. Uh, you know, it's maddening and uh, you no know, ignorant of these people to uh, to attack anyone, let alone. You know, you know, innocent uh, Muslim women. Uh, you know, the, you know, any uh, Muslim or any any person should never have to fear uh, leaving their home and walking on the street to worry about whether they're going to be run down or chased or attacked or, or or criticized or you know, verbally assaulted. So what what a what a you know, I mean, I I just can't express in words how disgusting that is. Uh, you know, let's not, let's not have the crazies out there dictate, uh, you know, what our world is, which I think the far, far mass majority of our population is a welcoming, uh, inclusive, uh, caring community that, uh, that cares about all peoples, no matter where they're from or what they believe or, or uh, what they look like. And so that uh, is something we need to continue to promote. Uh, police did a terrific job of responding exceptionally quickly to this. Uh, you know, an arrest was made in short order. Uh, they were they were on the scene. Uh, I've connected with the uh, the family and the uh, I'm sorry with the imam, whose uh, whose family was part of that uh, that crime, and uh, you know, reaching out to make sure that they feel supported and are supported by uh, police and and other other avenues that we continue to work on. So it's about education, education, education. At the end of the day. Uh, you know, we can't, we can't monitor what individuals do in our community, but what we can advocate for is ensuring that uh, Hamiltonians, all Hamiltonians, respect one another, appreciate one another, enjoy each other's cultures, and our, uh, respect our, each, each, each of our individual beliefs. But at the same time, uh, you know, embrace, embrace this community as being open to anyone that wants to come here that will be welcomed here and respected. And that, that's an educational piece that we, we've been working on. We have, we have the uh, hate or racism uh, 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 committee set up, uh, and, and that office is, uh, is functioning. We have the Hamilton Center for Civic Inclusion that was intended to uh, educate and uh, bring people together to ensure that we don't continue to promote division, but we, we, create, we promote unity. And so uh, those are the efforts that we continue to put in. Uh, you know, the, uh, that, that effort will continue. Uh, we are also working on uh, inclusion, diversity, and equity for, for employees for the city of Hamilton, ensuring that we, uh, we uh, employ and provide opportunity to everyone in our community, not just the limited few. And so those are some of the actions that we continue to, uh, to advocate for and will continue to work on. 
With Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger, uh, kind of bullet point stuff here to cover some of the other issues here, Mr. Mayor. Uh, let's get right down to it. The Sidrani McDonald statue at Gore Park, does it go or should it stay? Well, we should go through a process and make that determination. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we did approve a uh, landmarks and, uh, and, and statue review uh, that uh, is going to be looking at about 200 artifacts in our community. I think that's the win here, and that's uh, part of our Indigenous strategy direction. Uh, is to have those conversations with our with the indigenous people, and uh, and work through that process and get get input from everyone. So, uh, I do respect that this is uh, largely an indigenous issue, uh, but uh, you know there are other voices in the broader community that have uh, potentially different views, and I think we should hear them all. So we're going to go through that process. I think that's a, that's a positive step, and then uh, then make a decision as to what we uh, should or, or 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 would be wise to do, and that that you know go anywhere from adding to the story around sir john a or any of the other artifacts to reflect on the uh, historical context as we know it today uh it, it can mean putting up uh, you know statues of uh, indigenous leaders that uh, that have uh, have graced us over the last uh, you know 150 uh, 175 years as a country uh, you know, so all of those are options, or it could, could mean a removal or a move of, uh, of the statue to uh, a, a less prominent place to respect the, uh, the indigenous pain that, uh, that, that our, the indigenous community is feeling right now as, as a result of the residential schooling issue and, and the historical, uh, I think, discrimination against indigenous peoples in our, in our country. So uh, there are many options here. I think we have to have this conversation. I think uh, truth and reconciliation is not about revenge it's not about uh, uh taking action before we think it through it's really about having that conversation to come up with a conclusion that uh, will hopefully work for everybody on that point uh, there's there's been a move as you well know over the last little while to to relook at some of our history and stuff maybe history that wasn't taught to us at one point which is one of the reasons for the John A. McDonald uh, controversy that seems to be going on, not just in Hamilton, but in other cities. Uh, the other is renaming and and, and, uh, and tearing down statues, yes, but uh, Ryerson being part of that as well. And I know there's a, a, an opportunity right now to possibly rename the school and some other areas around here. Uh, as you know, our, our friendly city uh, to the uh, east of us, uh, Toronto, has just recently decided that they want to change the name of Dundas Street uh, because of some controversy about uh, the individual in which that street was named. Uh, that beautiful little valley town that we have here, Mr. Mayor, uh, are we entertaining the idea? Would you, or would you entertain the idea if somebody came forward and said we should rename that town? Well, it's a conversation we need to have. But but uh, let's be clear about this: uh, Dundas, as a legal entity, uh, actually doesn't exist anymore. The the, the sign is still up. Uh, we are all Hamilton now, as a, an incorporated municipality that that has incorporated uh, not only Dundas, but Ancaster and Stony Creek and Glanbrook. All the former municipalities, suburban municipalities, are now one Hamilton. So the legal entity is Hamilton. Uh, Dundas, for all intents and purposes, exists in name on the sign, but not as an incorporated uh, entity. Having said that, uh, you know, it's something that uh, that we need to have a conversation around as well. That, you know, could very well fit into uh, the uh, review that we're doing in terms of names and placemaking and landmarks. And so, uh, you know, I think that's a conversation we should have. Uh, you know, uh, these are sensitive issues for a lot of people in, in, in various different ways. And so, uh, I, you know, that conversation, again, I think is important. and It's certainly something to contemplate. Uh, Toronto's, I, I think, taken a pretty dramatic move to, uh, to move in that direction. 
Uh, you know, and I've, I've had conflicting, uh, personally sent to me, conflicting information around, uh, around the name Ryerson. And so, uh, you know, I, I think a deep dive into that, that historical context of those individuals and what they've meant to, to our history and to the Indigenous people and to, uh, to our communities, I think, is, uh, is an important dialogue. So, uh, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather work through a process first and then take action rather than take action and then work through a process. And so uh, I think uh, Dundas fits into, uh, you know, the, uh, the landmarks process that we can have a conversation around. I, I know that when it was uh, the idea was uh, raised just a couple of weeks ago now, and it was just around the time City Council on Toronto was dealing with this issue, uh, I got a lot of response. I'm sure you did too. Uh, emails and a number of uh, different ways to reach out to me, including, by the way, from a former colleague of ours, Russ Powers, who was the uh, Dundas representative on uh, City Council for many, many years and on Dundas Council before that. Yeah. Uh, and I got to tell you, if there's a recommendation to change the name, you're going to get a lot of pushback. Yeah, and I, you know, people have. Uh have a lot of love and uh, and uh, and and respect and 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 care for for Dundas as a as a, a former town and a town and still very much a, a local identity that I think is very important. It's not. It's like you know all the neighborhoods that we've named in the city of Hamilton, whether it's uh, you know Riverdale or or you know the Kirkendale or you know any of the you know historical neighborhoods. People have an affinity towards that. They, uh, they, they, there's a passion around that. There's a respect for that. That it's a it's a localized issue that uh, makes them feel like they're part of a community. Uh, and that is a very important issue that uh, you, 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 we can't just wipe away. And so uh, I think a reasonable conversation around this, hearing from all people, uh, not not just some. Uh, and with all due respect to our indigenous, uh, you know, folks who have had a rough ride in our country and in our province and, in, you know, in our communities, uh, there, is, there are broader voices out there that also need to be heard. And, uh, you know, I think uh, we're going to hear loud and clear from many of them that uh, Dundas is very close to their heart and uh, likely won't want it to change And uh, in, term, in terms of a name or a sign. And uh, that's the same for Ancaster and Stony Creek. Uh, you know, people identify with uh, their their place and their 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 community, and uh, that name actually is, is is that connection. So, I don't think you wash that away quickly. But uh, having a conversation around that, I think, is a reasonable thing to do. And, but ultimately, it's going to be a city council decision. I mean, all this committee is going to do uh, when they're finished the work is make a recommendation, and it's going to be up to city council, right. uh, either thumbs Absolutely. up or thumbs down. Which way are you leaning towards that right now? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to wait and see uh, see how the process unfolds. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, you know knee jerk reactions. Uh, you know, I'm 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 interested in reflecting our history accurately, uh, and you know, whatever way we do that uh, is uh, is is what we're going to be looking at. And uh, you know, when when, when it was, we were talking about the Sir John A. statue, my my first instinct was and still is that let's have a look at what we can add to the story as opposed to uh, to eliminate it. And so if there's a negative bag baggage associated with uh, the name Dundas uh, and we can uh, we can represent that negative bag baggage uh, in some fa- fashion or another to re- correct the historical record, uh, I'd favor that over over removal. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberg, uh, more to come on this, but our time is limited as always, Mr. Mayor. Thank you so much for this. Really appreciate it. Bill, likewise, have a great Friday. Talk to you soon. You too. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberg with our mini town hall. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.